Hi, Kat. Hi, Don. Open up my window to substitute outside. Hi, Sophie. Hi. Hi, Patty. Hi. Oh, my gosh. It's Monday. We're tired. We are not where we usually are. We aren't in, we're not in our, we're not in our comfort zone. No, no, but it's lovely here. We're at Sophie's place. It's very comfortable. We're comfortable, but we're not in our comfort zone. We're not at the zone. kitchen table. No. We're on the living room floor. We're on the living and room floor. And we're old, and I got hip problems. <laughs> Sophie's house. That's not comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and today we're going to talk about not being in your comfort zone. Yeah. So it's only appropriate that we're not in our usual spot. Yeah, well, we got to do it for the baby. We got to do it for the soap. got to be flexible. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, not being in our comfort spot is the topic, and please do the disclaimer so we don't get This is for entertainment purposes only. Yes. Period. Yeah, we have no intention of solving any of your problems. No. In any sort of professional way. No, we're not responsible for this. (laughs) (laughs) If we solve your problems. by any means. If we solve anything, we're not responsible for it. That's so funny. Yeah. How are you doing, Donna? How I'm are you? I'm actually really tired. I'm yeah. actually on really little sleep. Do we have to do a check-in? Like do you want to do a check-in? Do you want to do it? We haven't done a tool check-in in a while. Uh, We can. All right. What are you mad about? You. <laughs> <laughs> totally pissed you off. The <laughs> but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're not sorry. So, so stop so, saying don't stuff say like that. that. Don't say that I'm not sorry. I'm genuinely sorry. I did not mean to, to say anything that would... Do anything other than <laughs> you don't even know what you're sorry about. Okay. <laughs> no. Next. I'm so- <sighs> Next. Sisters. <laughs> Next. Sisters. What are you mad about? You're supposed to say that's it if that's all you're mad about. Oh, that's it. Okay. What are you sad about? That you you made me mad. <laughs> <laughs> we just published the passive aggressive episode. <laughs> so I'm just going to use that. <laughs> I'm so sad you made me mad. I'm sure you are so sad. What are you scared about? I'm scared you're never going to love me. Oh, that is ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous check-in. All right, let's end on a positive note. Positive note. Okay. What are you glad about, Don? And don't say, I'm glad you made me mad. You know, I have an excuse to hit you, Kath. <laughs> so when we're done, I could pummel you in the hallway. <laughs> I'm like a ventriloquist. <laughs> Who's talking, Kathy? (laughs) Kathy? Uh oh. So, so (laughs) what are you glad about? (laughs) Genuinely, genuinely, (laughs) it's November, and it's grateful. We're doing the grateful thing every day. I thought you were going to say it's Movember, so we should be growing our (laughs) mustaches. Mine, actually, (laughs) that I'm ahead of everybody because my mustache is crazy. (laughs) I'm crazy right now. Yeah, my my stash is crazy. Welcome to hormone. But I did get my ho- hormone land <laughs> of the I, perimenopause. I did get my eyebrows done. They look fabulous. But mm. it makes no sense because everybody's looking at my chin and my mustache. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you keep up haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> or I used to say like, um, 
<laughs> when I, I'd have cleavage mm-hmm. and people would be like, wow, you look really great. And I'd say, I oh, know you're looking at my girls. If you're looking <laughs> at my girls, Everything you ain't looking great. at my wrinkles. Everything. <laughs> Everything <laughs> and the other thing, my crazy glasses that I wear <laughs> and people yeah. are like, oh, my God, I love your glasses. How can you wear this? They're so daring. And I'm like, you're not looking at my wrinkles. You don't really have wrinkles. You, you know don't. why? Because you have makeup. And I didn't have you children. Have oh. But you know. Um, but I look fabulous. I, always say I have children and a grandchild that look fabulous. I always say one of my favorite Truman Capote. Um, if you say who's Truman Capote. I did. <laughs> we're going to. It's over. It's over. I'm not saying <laughs> anything. Oh, my God. I am not saying anything. One of my favorite What am quotes. I called? A mo poop? What am I? <laughs> What am I, Mo Poopy? <laughs> Joy calls you Miss Malaprop. I am a Malaprop. A walking Malaprop. A walking Malaprop. Listen, somebody's got to entertain around here. Mm-hmm. Well, my favorite Truman Capote uh, quote is, how do I look so young? 12 hours sleep a night, a diet of vegetables, and lots and lots of makeup. <laughs> <laughs> That's how. I think you look good. Thanks. Even without makeup. Yeah, don't have All right, well, that was not a productive check-in. Uh, so I think it was very productive. I think that if you guys need a tool, don't follow this one. Okay, so what not to do is what as not valuable to do. as right. what to so do. So why don't you ask me, and I'll show you how to do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's do the review check-in. Okay. What are you mad about? I'm not mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad. What are you sad about? I am certainly not sad. <laughs> There's no sadness in my soul. Um, uh, what are you glad about? I'm glad that we're doing this right <laughs> now. <laughs> this is also not a good check-in. I'm <laughs> 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 not walking the walk. No. You're not I, okay, the walk. okay, 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 okay. Okay, go back, because you forgot scared. No, it's fine. I didn't forget scared. You're supposed to do the best for last. You, don't you didn't s- ask me what I was scared about. I did. No. What are you scared no, about? I answered it right? for She didn't say scared. No. Didn't I answer that for her? No. Okay, what are you scared about? I'm scared of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely I nothing. I swear we did not eat edibles before. <laughs> I know, it feels like that. That's what, you know, you're loopy when you're tired. You're overtired. That's okay. how I feel. We're slap right. happy. Okay. And we're also on the floor, so I feel like it's a weird sleepover I feel like situation. we have to have, we have to play marbles. And we don't have any lights. There's no <laughs> yeah, lights. It's very low lights. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. <laughs> so if we get in. I have to tell you that so many people are asking me if I've been watching the new Sabrina on, Nep- on Netflix. Oh, there's a new They're Sabrina? like, oh, it's so you because it's so witchy. And Chris is watching it. And I, so I saw like, yeah, it is very Chris. And I, the only thing I saw was um, these witches trying to make this Satan happy. And I was like, this is so not anything that's in my world at all. It's very weird. Well, you know, I think all it's this patriarch bullshit. Yeah, that's not what witches are about. No. So, so stop asking me. I'll probably watch it for entertainment. But well, I, you know, when you don't know, like something. It's not that good. It's not that good. People are loving it. I mean, it's good, but I like the original Sabrina, and the I comic book old. is probably good. I was. Too I old never for watched it. it. I mean, the original original Sabrina. The cat yeah. scared me. <laughs> What are you scared? Ask me what I'm scared about. Were you scared of Toonsis, the driving cat, too? No, that made me laugh. <laughs> no, I'm scared. I'm. I was scared of the cat. That the fact that it talked like that, I just didn't like it. There was somebody in high school who's who had Siamese cats. Did I talk about this on the podcast? Yeah, already? I think so. And it used to go. 
Hello. Oh, see, no. No. It was a Siamese cat no. that did that. I don't like anything like, that could be wow. a conduit of something. Yeah, it, wow. it like talked. We had a cat that said Kathy. We did not. <laughs> Dwayne said Kathy. <laughs> No. I remember Dwayne. Yes. Don't you think that Dwayne and Carmine are reincarnated? Reincarnated. 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 I'm hearing myself in the headphones. <laughs> the really right through. We are all on <laughs> drugs. <laughs> we are all on drugs. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> Don't you think that um, Tuna and Paul? That's your cat. Dwayne and Carmine. I could be. Don't they look just like them? No. They, well, yes, they I could do. Okay. There's no references, so it's hard to look. Again, it's been a long time. Okay. My uh, vi- most vivid memory of those cats was that one time it was a very hectic summery day, and <laughs> Car- uh, Carmine was a very good um, hunter. Yeah. <laughs> one day, uh, the kitchen was, they weren't really outside cats. No. And... One day, there was a morning dove, an injured morning dove underneath the sink. I opened up the sink for a sponge, and there was the injured bird that our indoor cat, who loved to hunt, I don't know how he got that morning dove. It was the most bizarre, weird... You know what? He played fetch, too. I had those little balls for... Yeah, yeah, he was a weird cat. throw it down the stairs. I'm telling you, they were possessed. He was a weird cat. They were possessed. And I tried so hard to... I was, like, screaming, not screaming, because I didn't... Donovan was the toddler, and I didn't want to freak out Donovan, because he was, you know, so sensitive. He wouldn't have been freaked out. He probably... Yeah, you're right. It's like the the weirder the stuff was... Yeah, the weirder the (laughs) stuff was, it is true that Donovan's like, yeah, there, okay. (laughs) (laughs) They just got scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh. So we just we gotta get on pillow. topic. Ugh. All right, we're gonna get on bring topic it back. now. Bring it, bring back. it back. I swear we're not doing anything. Smoking. Okay. So Kathy, this week you really ventured out of your comfort zone. I did. I really did. It was uh, something that we talked about in last year about things I wanted to work on. You mm-hmm. were working on writing, I think, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. You know, if I'm wrong, let me know. Yeah. I'm sure you will let me know, but I'm sure that <laughs> it's about writing. You're wrong about a lot of things, <laughs> but not that. <laughs> and I was trying to be uh, get adventure more out of my comfort zone because I am a homebody. Like mm-hmm. I prefer I can I can do my spiritual work all day and just stay at home and not socialize and not do anything. And this year I was really trying to get out more and support um, people I really care about. And so when opportunities arose or arise, I, I took I took it. Did I say it wrong? <laughs> I freaking can't going. stand myself. Do you know what? I'm done with this. The Are we done? Is, is the, uh, the podcast, podcast going to end at 11 minutes? <laughs> no. No. Um, okay. So you so had an opportunity to support a friend. I had, a, I had an opportunity to support a friend, and I thought it was really important because I'm learning that people have been who really care about us have been showing up for us yeah like when we do the podcast we do parties when you know patreon and it feels so amazing yeah that because i've never done anything like this community oriented where i was not depending but kind of i I don't what's Uh, yeah we've never been so much in the public right and that the response we shouldn't be surprised because 
you know, when you when you do something that's um, you're I don't know that's so natural to do, and pre you're prepared for success or you're prepared to receive what you put out there, we shouldn't be surprised, but we're surprised. I, I'm a little yeah. surprised because I've yeah. never we never done anything like no. this. I've never and been we, public. And our expectations were low. Our expectation was just to entertain low, ourselves, which we which have, we do, we do now. So check, <laughs> check, check. <laughs> and then we just ask that uh we get support so that the podcast pays for itself but so Check. yeah so like uh not to jump up but yeah, it's but like through the whole year yeah. like for people who've invited me to parties and i kind of i don't go because i don't like parties i don't care not that i don't like parties i don't care that's not my thing to it's go you're not comfortable i'm not it's comfortable not your comfort zone um i was like you know what if i care about somebody i'm going to go and i'm going to show up and support them and say, you know what? It's important that you know that I'm here for you. It makes such a difference because it makes a difference in us. So I'm actually feeling that. It's a new feeling. Mm -hmm. And I know it sounds kind of uh, young talking like, of course, it feels good when you support people. Of course, we support people, but it's in such a different way. So um, I had been talking about, we've been talking, we had that uh, podcast with Joy, mm -hmm. uh, who did the documentary uh, Little Miss Westie. And um, I, from seeing her start and not finish the project, but like in the process of finishing it, I was in awe of the progress or the process that she was doing with her with her co-director, of course, not just her. And and I was just so proud and so impressed. I'm like, oh my god, to do to start something and finish something, you I gotta we gotta support. We have to support. What? Nothing. Mm -hmm. Oh, did I do something? No. Oh, okay. You know, we have I ha I wanted to show up. Yeah, you want to support them. I wanted to support them. And then it w I found out it was in the city. <laughs> 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 and I took and then when it was done, I had to really sit and think about that and and, and you wanted to go too, but unfortunately you had to work. Yeah. You would have been there. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I had to take it for the team. Yeah. You know, like to represent the sisters yeah. are in and mm -hmm. represent Donna and Kathy, you know, mm -hmm. to our friend. And uh, and it definitely is a role reversal because that would have been a, such a no brainer, easy peasy thing for me to do. Right, right to represent. Is, yeah, is to you know go into that environment. Um, you know, it's an artsy fartsy thing in the right. city, and make small talk, cocktail talk with people, and meet people, and blah blah blah. That's so me. And on the other hand, that's not really you. No. And so. And so it took about two weeks for me to meditate. I got a lot of hematite mm -hmm. <laughs> and I reached and I said, okay, what do I need to do to make this successful for me? I didn't want to set myself up for failure. Mm -hmm. And uh, the goal was to show up. And so, and so what I did was I reached out to Christina, the Moralchemist. You know what? Let's yeah. put that on hold. Okay. And let's take a little Nico break. Oh, Nico. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what happened when you. Okay. Made your plans to go to the city. Okay. Okay, so before we jump into your New York City... Uh, adventure. Okay. Sophie just very roughly 
uh, is dealing with uh, Nico and her boobs and <laughs> putting them to bed. Oh and it God. makes me laugh because she's very much like our mother was, like physically. We were just talking about how and she so really channels It reminded mom. me of how mom, like, didn't give a shit. Like, she no. really didn't give a shit. And which is, I admire this. Like, mm-hmm. this is not a, oh, my God, mom right. is so terrible story. This right. is a, oh, my God, this is hilarious mom right. story. So she took me to one of my first Broadway shows and um, we were taking the subway and she whips out her book. She always had, she was a reader. She always had a book. And her bookmark was the paper peel on a sanitary napkin. (laughs) (laughs) That said, peel, 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 peel. (laughs) I wanted to die. (laughs) Not that anybody saw. (laughs) But mom could give a shit. So I know that, you know, she was at home. She was reading on the toilet, as one does, <laughs> doing her business. And she needed a bookmark. So she grabbed the closest thing that worked. It worked. It worked. She's very resourceful. She was very resourceful. She was so resourceful. She fucking figured shit out. She sure did. <laughs> so that was, and I'll never forget that feeling. Like, I remember my coat I was wearing. Well, it was first like of this all, plaid I want to see your face when you were, like, zoomed in. You were like, bleh. I remember going like, Mom, <laughs> Mom. And she was like, what? Who cares? Like she did the, who cares? <laughs> Nancy says it like, Mom, who cares? <laughs> she does. She picks it up she from does. Mom. <laughs> she does. Who cares? cares? And I was like, oh, my God, I care. And she was like, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Sophie is like that. Sophie, we were just talking. We're totally going bunny trail. But. Sophie, we were observing her with Nico, and she is just like mom. I know, I know. She's rough. Like, she's like, come here. I know. I'm getting, on it. I'm like, getting come PTSD. On. Like remembering how mom brushed my curly hair with those <laughs> br- those like two dollar Avon she's brushes. She's like a natural that were made by you know Chinese soldiers in the <laughs> revel- during the Cultural Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie shapeshifts. She's given us a face. Okay, so let's we digress. So we're back. Okay. So you wanted to support Joy and their film. Yes. Okay. So you decided I couldn't go with you. Right. Which was so that was my first heart attack. (laughs) And then the second one was I wanted to do a safety plan. We talked about safety plan in the past Mm -hmm. uh, episodes. And I said, okay, I don't want to, I want to do this short and successful. Like, I don't have to go and explore the city. Like, what is my agenda and who can help me? So what is my goal? (laughs) How do I feel? I feel anxious. I said, what is my goal? My goal is to get to the city, watch the film and have a nice dinner and then get home. Mm -hmm. Who's going to help me? Christina, (laughs) (laughs) who lives in the city. Right, the Moral Alchemist. The Moral Alchemist. I said, you know what? I'm going to call her and see. I'll buy her a ticket if she'll meet me in the city. Mm-hmm. And she was so excited. She was like, I right. can't believe you're coming down. This is yeah. great practice. And it was at the IFC Center, right? Yeah. 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 It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't that difficult. Mm. It really wasn't that difficult. So my thing was we'll take a cab. So as soon as I get off of Grand Central, we're just gonna take a cab to the place. Right. And she's like That's crazy. She what was are like, you a tourist? <laughs> she was like that sounds nice, but we're not doing that because <laughs> I, we're not gonna we're gonna be taking the subway. So my anxiety got a little bit more like up there because I could drive in the city because I'm in the car, I have a GPS, I have yeah. I'm fine, but walking in the city is a whole other thing. So 
uh, I see Jessica, our friend Jessica. She came over to chat up, and she's like, "So, so, what are you doing this weekend?" Oh, I'm going to the city. She goes, "What?" Yeah. And she goes, "Can I go?" And I was like, "Yes." This is the same Jessica that I told the small world story about getting busted for going, taking her to the Yankee game. Oh, really? I don't remember that story. Yeah, remember when I was like, "Who's gonna know that you went to the Yankee game?" Because she oh, comes right, from right, Met, right. a Met fan. Oh, I'm that family. Oh, right. And then we ran into them in Little Italy. Yes. <laughs> Busted yes. red-handed. Busted. So, so Jessica was like, can I go? And I was like, yeah. And she, she knows Joy and she knows some other people. Yeah. So it was perfect. And so uh, I said, this is great. She goes, I'll pick you up and I'll, we'll go to the train station. So I had the ride there. So I thought I would be fine then. So we get there. Christina and Jessica, they, they clicked. It was awesome. We have to go in the subway. Mm-hmm. So I'm with them. I'm fine. Because I'm like, as long as I'm with people, I'm fine. All of a sudden, my heart is pounding. And my eyes are tearing up. And I realize I'm having, an, I'm having a serious thing. Just thinking about it, I'm having an anxiety attack on the subway. And Christina was kind of like, she's like, come on. She's like a sister. So she's like, stop it. You know, like this. And Jessica's right, like. Right. She hid in the woods to scare you. <laughs> so <laughs> I just want to say. This, this is was the her. Person. She was like, her fingers were together. <laughs> like, you know, what do you call uh, A maniacal laugh. And um, she looked at me. She goes, oh, my God. I said, I said I, I'm laughing because it's ridiculous. I don't know where it's coming from. Now, she's a philosophy person. So she's in the middle of this. She's like okay, where is this coming from? I'm like, I don't know. I, and I said, Jessica, can I hold your hand? Because Jessica was very comfortable with hand holding. I was like, so I held Jessica's hand and I calmed down. And so we got off the subway and I needed to take a breath. <laughs> she go, and Christina's like, we're going to figure this out. And I said, what do you feel? I said, I feel the same way when Donna lost me <laughs> in Madison Square Garden. She didn't lose or me. Or did you wander away from Donna? Donna lost me because I'm younger, <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say about that. So I misplaced myself with Donna. <laughs> yeah. And I and it's, you know how you say, you, you never remember what people say to you, but how they make you feel? Yeah. Getting lost, I don't remember what happened, but I remember the feeling yeah. of what happened. Yeah. And it was like, the thought of losing my sister is like the worst thing in the world. Because when we go to the city, I don't have anxiety. No. I have to hold your hand. Yes, it's about going do. to the city by myself. <laughs> yeah. I just told somebody we went to st- we went some we traveled somewhere and there were two beds in the hotel room and you still slept <laughs> with me. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? I was like, I sleep. <laughs> You're like, we're going to bed. <laughs> like, get in your bed. <laughs> I'm five. I resort right I to know. five. Right to five years yeah. old. So you know that thing is like you stay at the age of your trauma. Yeah. So I obviously had lingered trauma yeah. from that moment because it was like 10 minutes. Yeah. And the and I remember the police officer that I went to because that's what you're supposed to do was not very nice. Oh, they don't me. give a shit. So they were like, just stay here, you're fine. And I meanwhile, my heart and I'm like, it was a terrible feeling. So it's not the thought of abandonment. It's yeah. the thought. It's the thought of me being 14 and not rational. Yeah. It's different when you're, you know, when you're in an emotional state and rational state. I could not click over to rational state because mm-hmm. I have a cell phone. There's, I have G, I have Google. Mm-hmm. I'm a rational woman. I yeah. can figure my way out. But you resort to where your where your trauma starts. Yeah. So we figured that out, and I was like, okay, I can figure this out. I'm not going to lose Donna. <laughs> I'm going to be <laughs> fine. So we do walking, and by the second time we went to the subway, I was like breathing. I held Jessica's hand, and we got on the on the train. Fine. Third time, I was pro. 
I was right. like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. So I think it just had to figure out where it was coming from and facing it. Right. And I had friends to help me with it. And it was awesome. And I had a great time. And do I want to go again? Not not really. Like, I don't right. think I really do want to go. It's not your comfort zone. It's not my comfort zone. But I know now not to be afraid mm-hmm. and just to s- stick with my rational thoughts. So I'm really proud of myself. I was yeah. really proud. And That's I came good. on the train by myself home. Oh, it's amazing to that get was on a, a train that... You don't have to get up and do any stops. You just <laughs> have to sit there till just it ended th- forever because <laughs> it's the end of the line. And I was wide awake. Like, real, my eyes were so wide. I'm like, am I going to miss a stop? And no, like, obviously, it's the last stop. Yeah. And I was just like, uh, it was fine. It worked out. It worked out. And I was so happy. The movie was amazing. I highly suggest anywhere you can see this movie. I don't know how that works. Yeah. But look on Facebook. It was so moving. It was so... Uh, it's a wonderful documentary about uh, a family with two trans siblings. Yes. Yeah. And the it's not just about them being trans. It's about the, the whole dynamic that, yeah. of the family and the support. And and I made a statement when they had the Q&A. Ooh, I did. I made a statement. You're fancy. I, sometimes. Sometimes it happens. Uh, I was probably long-winded. A did, you, did you have a malaprop? I was hope I didn't. Now that I think about it, I think every time I'm saying Did you say, one. I really enjoyed the documentation. <laughs> the dictating ship. The dictatorship ship documentation <laughs> that I just saw. It was so good. Uh, it, it was, um, I was so impressed and taken aback by the parents. Yeah. Because the whole point, to me, what I got from the movie was love your children. Oh. unconditionally yeah. and just be calm and just love them and accept and have them right. accept themselves. Even if they're turning into your mother, especially right when your eyes, maybe not <laughs> sage. I like, sage you. Oh, she's giving us tea. If she, her, she raises her eyebrow, I'm out. If she raises her eyebrow, I'm going to scream. I know <laughs> that was mom's, that was mom's <laughs> evil weapon. So uh, that's what, that's what I got from it was yeah. that, you know, love your, love your children calmly. Yeah. It, it was the way they supported it and the way the, and it really, I, it, I know it was about the. It was obviously about them trans transitioning. Yeah. But I I really got out of it was how well they were raising these two children to adapt to everything by the way they loved each other. Mm-hmm. You know, Ren and Luca loved each other, and yeah. the way they communicated. That's the parents. Right. And I could. I was. I was crying because I'm like. I work with parents and children, and I'm like, it's very rare that you see this kind of unconditional, soulful. We're just going to love you in acceptance. And it's just like they lost, they left out all the expectations of what their kids are. And they just kind of like healed and loved. And they're a beautiful family. Yeah. That's what it's about. Yeah. I, it was beautiful. That's great. I'm Aww. glad you went down there. That's yeah. great. And guess what? And what? we were on the You're credits. Say that's what. That's what. We were on the credits. We were on the credits. We were, the credits. We were thanks. We got a special thanks. You know, we get special you know i have to say that was so I was special just, it was so nice on facebook you know those guts and glory gang somebody um put did you see that no, I somebody didn't see put on facebook um uh who i don't really know i was like oh what what podcast should i be listening to and right away the girls at guts and glory were like well my go-to is the sisters are in oh, and then thank they, named, you then guys. Named, they all named all these other fantastic podcasts to even That's be mentioned with people that people enjoy. It's I watched Saturday Night treat. Live and they made jokes about podcasts. Oh, it's hilarious. And I was like, oh my God, are we going to be those people? We are those people. Just, you know, accept it. 
Just accept it. Just set those when I had the opportunity last month to meet Randy Rainbow, who is... I don't know who Randy Rainbow is. Oh, yes, you do. He's the guy on Facebook that... or uh, He's social media, and he makes those really funny political... He's the gay guy with the cat eye glasses. Okay, okay, And yes. he makes song parodies. Yes, yes. And he makes fun of our president in a very great way. And anyway, I got the chance to meet him and spend actually nice. a bit of time with him because he was playing our theater and I got along well with him and his manager. And we were talking about little projects and stuff. And I, you know, just in conversation, I just mentioned that I had a podcast and he looked and I was like, I know everybody has podcasts. I know it's not special. I said, it's like having a garage band in the nineties, right? Everybody had a band. Everybody, <laughs> everybody was in a band <laughs> at some point, right? Is that the name of our band? The sisters are red. <laughs> no. Oh, Sophie, oh, you so play that synth- tambourine. That damn synthesizer. Or the Casio. Ooh, she's so mad. I know. I said synthesizer. Oh, did you say synthesizer? I said synthesizer. She plays the Casio. She plays the synthesizer with the one. The, she just has to press one and it's. <laughs> and then we can play Jamaican. <laughs> she's so mad right and now. And what would I play? Um, the triangle. <laughs> Ding. No, I'm going to think of it. You would definitely be the lead singer. Yeah. Oh, we're we're a ska band. If we were a band, we'd be a ska band. Mm, Sophie wouldn't like that. No, Mm-mm. she wants to be a ukulele. This band. This is really boring conversation. I'm sorry. So we're <laughs> somebody <laughs> yelled at me about I don't know being long-winded, and uh, suddenly. Well, we'll see when we start talking about oh your comfort zone. Oh my god! Yeah, comfort zone. Tell me about your comfort. Okay, so just talking about like what is you know what's I I have a, a lot of not comfort zones because I I, I can't tend imagine to you not I can't. Uh, you know what I... I cannot picture you being uncomfortable in places. Oh, my gosh. Except for... Maybe except for the... Uh, what do you call those things? What do you call those things? Would the people have sex with each other? Party? The what? S- the s- what do they call that party? The what swinger parties t- at Halloween. That, is <laughs> <laughs> that you bring me to. <laughs> you know what? Here's you the thing about your people. You know I was uncomfortable? Because they were suburban, boring people. But you if they were interesting people having lots of sex, I don't... That's awesome. But that's not. Does that make you feel? I don't. I'm I feel very uncomfortable uh, in uh, like beige houses and people with, you know. You feel uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Um, Why do you feel judged? Uh, I, I. What don't is know. the uncomfortable? Maybe I feel? judge. It's. Uh, uh, it's. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not inspired. I don't really like. I don't like, in general, doing things for the sake of doing things. I'm always the one that's like, why do you want that? Because everybody else has that. Because people think they should be doing that. Right, I They're understand. not inspired by... So, you know, when I walk into somebody's house and it looks like it's just out of Pier 1, you know, with no... There's no flair. There's no taste of their own personality. It's boring to me. But does that make you feel uncomfortable? Yeah, it's not. It, because I feel like, all right, I better keep my mouth shut. Because you don't want to be judged. I don't. I, I'm always judging. I, I'm used to that. I don't. It's not It's not about being judged. Be- I just don't like. Here's the other thing. Is it about connection? Sophie's saying we can't. I can't connect. And I, I think what it comes down to, and it sounds really terrible. And I'm tired, and I probably could say it better. Ask me this question again when I'm more alert. But um, I hate wasting my energy. 
No, that makes and sense. So that makes sense. Your time, your time is valuable. Oh, very much so. That's to what me. you say. It's like not wasting time. It's you, you cherish yeah. your time. So to spend time with people who are boring, I, I, you know, I've definitely did. I have I told the story about when um, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch wrestling pay per view. No, because friend. that sounds very exciting. Okay, so, <laughs> so years ago, uh, our friend Jimmy had a birthday. And we were going to see Zombieland. That's how long ago it was. And Jimmy's the kind of guy who always did for other people. He's in a band. He's We call him the mayor because everybody loves him. And he's always doing for other people, playing playing his shows, doing things, entertaining people. And it came to his birthday and nobody was doing anything. And I didn't even know it was his birthday. I was like, Jimmy, I can't believe nobody's doing anything for your birthday. We're going to go see Zombieland. Then after that, we'll do whatever you want. And he was like, you know what I would really like? There's wrestling pay-per-view. And I'm like, okay, whatever you want, dude. And the only wrestling that I had experienced up to that point was like when you when were I a lo- little kid. I loved wrestling. With Captain Jimmy Lou Sup- Albano or whatever the fuck Jimmy Superfly Schnucka. Oh, right. my God. I love him. It was I the, love him. It was like the 80s. Dreams. It was like the early 80s. Yeah. That's the only. I touched his chest, by the way. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Hashtag me too. But (laughs) (laughs) so anyway, I was like, sure, Jimmy, whatever you want. No problem. And then we go to the movies and I'm like, where are we going? So we're going to Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't eat there. I rarely, we don't really go to chains. We walked in. It was so bright in that place and it was filled with all white people. And I realized quickly, I really don't feel comfortable when there's no diversity in a crowd. Right. And I'm not saying that for the sake of saying it. I'm saying it because that's just who I am. Right. You know, being, you know, someone who did venture in New York City my whole life. Right. So (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God, this is the whitest, whitey place I've ever been. Okay. And it's really bright. And there's big, big televisions all the way around of all kinds of wrestling. Right. And this was in like 2010 or 2011. And I hadn't, like I said, I hadn't seen wrestling in a really long time. And all of a sudden, this we sit at a table and it, the, the television right in front of us. And I see wrestling for the first time, it the version of it in 2011. And I'm sorry, it's people. So it's so gay. Oh, oh. It looked so gay to me. These men are oil slicked in little shorty shorts with their tasseled go-go boots right i'm sorry batista had a a right i think it was batista he had a he had a sun tattoo around (laughs) his navel if you i've been in a lot of gay bars where there's gay porn on and i'm telling you frame for frame you freeze it it's It's really gay it's really wrestling and and so i'm looking around (laughs) and i'm in shock not because of the content but because of where it is right? right all these like lumberjacky dudes are really excited about two oiled slick men in a very fake homoerotic platform and i turned to jimmy who's kind of macho and i was like jimmy can i ask you honestly do you not see how gay this is and he's like no and i said no really look at me okay and i give him my and i said do you think that this is just a safe place for manly men to maybe express their maybe homosexual intention. Tend- yeah, yeah, tendencies, right? That's and very he exciting. was like, and he was like, maybe, maybe. <laughs> and I was like, 
I feel like at any moment those two men are going to make out at any moment. And he was That's laughing. Exciting. He thought it was really funny. So I'm so I was just in shock that all these guys are and I was like, this is really gay, but awesome. Great. I'm going with it. <laughs> and then, then this then the in between matches were girls wrestling. Right. And it happened to be a black woman and a white woman. And the table next to us was expressing their who they were rooting for in terrible derogatory terms. Okay. I could not feel more uncomfortable. That's a reasonable, unsafe And guess what? What? Donna doesn't s- not say anything. I imagine not. So then it becomes Chris's not comfort zone <laughs> because Donna's <laughs> got her mouth. I just looked. I looked at Jimmy and I said, and our friend Eric was there too. Oh, Jen's Eric You're was right. there before right. he was with Jen. So Jen, this is a story for you too. So I look at Eric and Jimmy. I was like, dudes, just so you know. The next There's going to be wrestling <laughs> <the next> in <laughs> this. <laughs> I said, the Buffalo next, Wild Wings. The next wrestler that comes that comes to the screen, right? Uh, that's who I'm rooting for. Just so you know, it's my. I don't know who it is. You better tell me, but be prepared. And Chris was like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" And I, there's this big guy. I dubbed him Jabba the Hutt. He's <laughs> this really big, ugly, drooly dude, right? And I just kept making eye contact with him. And, you know, he doesn't know why I'm making eye contact. You might think that I think agree with him because he's very boisterous. So <laughs> the next wrestler actually to come out was Rey Mysterio Jr. This is on screen. On the screen. Right. He comes out. And I was like, who's this? Who's this? And it happens to be uh, the luchador, okay. which I love anyway. Right, I don't know the So I was very excited, thing. very excited Mexican yeah. wrestling. So I was actually like, hey, this is uh, something I had no idea, but I know I do like this. Right. And I was like, Jimmy, what's his story? And he's like, okay, he's Mexican. His father was Rey Mysterio Sr. And he has a he has a, a, a signature move, and it's called the 619. And I was like, okay, do people chant it? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, he's from Mexico, right? It's and so, so I started going... Let's go Mexico. Let's go Brown. Let's go Mexico. <laughs> Let's go Brown. Because the job yeah. the hut table was yelling about dirty, wet back brown people. Jesus. And I was like, that's it. They're my I can't. Pe- and I'm like, and there's a part of me, I'm so never in that environment that even people saying that out loud in a restaurant was shocking and appalling and all those yeah. things and i was just so out of my comfort zone that is a that makes sense so <laughs> that makes sense but what's funny is that so of course jimmy's like loving it and he starts banging on the table with me and, and i'm like i'm loving this ray mysterio and he has a song and everything and i remember coming home and telling sophie and sophie's like aunt Anna, like he's there's like a million views of <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I, I was in something <laughs> underground, but not at all because I'm a weirdo. And then um, and then I said, tell me when to start chanting his move. And so Jimmy's like, oh, he should be doing it soon. So I start yelling, 619, 619. <laughs> and I'm like, what's 619? He's like, that's the area code of San Diego. And I was like, oh. And I start yelling 619. And it's clear that the restaurant is mostly people who are rooting for the Irish guy. And I can't remember his name. And people are screaming at the podcast right now who know what it is. And, um, but there was one voice at the way other end of the restaurant (laughs) who was like, 619. 
same, yeah. And then a beer came over to me, and oh, was the, uh, the waiter bought me a the waiter bought me the beer. Nice. And he winked at me. So you totally stood up, man. You totally, totally. Did. out of my comfort zone. You antelope it. <laughs> I antelope it. Oh five. yeah, high five. Those of you who know antelope. That was you the card antelope. of the day today. You antelope. I it. took action. You took action. Yeah. You stood. Yeah. You spoke now, and you were the power, Donna. I you was. were the power. I don't know. Job of the Hut wasn't really changed, no. transformed. But you I can't think that people. he just. If I can, at least put it in someone's mind that everywhere you go, if you think you're in your comfort place, don't think everybody thinks or acts like you. Right. Don't be surprised. Yeah. And that's a good lesson. That's a great lesson. Actually, that was a really, that was really great. That was a really great story. Yeah. And I think that, you know, because when I think of comfort zone, we think of safety. Like, I feel very comfortable in mostly anywhere. I feel comfortable almost anywhere. There's very few places I feel uncomfortable. Um, I'd ra- Like I said, I'd rather be at home. I'd rather be in my right. spirit space. I'd right. rather be in my room. Yeah. And um, I have had to learn not to hide behind my spirit, which mm-hmm. is very interesting and in getting out of my comfort <laughs> sounds zone. sounds like a cartoon. Somebody should make a cartoon of that. It's like you just hide hiding behind <laughs> a ghost. <laughs> like <Peek-a-boo>. Asper. <laughs> Gabriel's walking. You're by- <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> behind his cape. Going <laughs> You're like under his cape. Under his cape and I like hide out. I'm hiding behind <laughs> That's funny to only you and me. We're entertaining nobody at the moment. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Peekaboo, I'm out. Yeah. There yeah. was another time that I, I was behind. not successful in an uh, uncomfortable place, which was years ago. It was uh, around the time in my single days. And um, it, no. Behind Hold you, Don. Hold on, pause. Nico, 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 Nico need. Nico need. He oh. needs a blanket. Oh, the blanket. The blanket. Okay. Okay. So years ago, during my single days, I uh, hooked up with a friend who I hadn't seen in a really long time. She invited me. I knew her uh, college years. Mm -hmm. And um, she invited me down to Brooklyn (laughs) to go to clubs. Okay, fine. She used to be very goth, and so I thought we were just going to, like, go dance at the Batcave or something. You know, like, very Mm -hmm. gothy. Industrial goth, to be specific. Mm -hmm. And so I expected that. And so she was like, so where do you want to go? And I said, she's like, there's a couple of different places. And I was just kind of being amenable to anything that she suggested. And we ended up going into this kind of uh, undergroundish place, a place, let's just say there's no sign out front. Okay. okay. You need a password? S- yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I just peed. And I always started to think that. <laughs> I always think I that, you know, I come off as pretty cool sometimes, right? I'm yeah, cool. Yeah, I could be smooth. I'm, I'm smooth. Once in a while. I'm pretty cool. Once in a while. And we're at the bar, and it's kind of it's kind of small. It's kind of crowded. People are dressed gothy, so I feel very comfortable, and I'm wondering, you know, what's the deal here? And uh, my friend kind of disappears, and I'm at the bar alone, and this guy comes up to me and he's like so you know like what's your he said he used a word I don't know what it is and I'm sure somebody can uh, DM me and it was basically like what are you into and I was like oh you know nothing in particular it was like oh that's interesting (laughs) and I thought that's so weird that he said that yeah and after like I don't know 10 seconds I really looked around 
Where were you, Don? And I was in a fetish, a fetish bar. I cannot picture you in one of those <laughs> things. And so the guy was <laughs> like, I was like, so what are you into? And I noticed that he had fangs. Oh. And he was into blood pl- blood play. Ew, I can't. That's <laughs> not my comfort zone. So, and all of a sudden, I immediately feel like a PTA mom. I feel like <laughs> I'm one of those people that does have a beige apartment, right? <laughs> Suddenly, I feel... Now, Perspective Who do happens, I fucking think I am? Right. right. And I did the like, oh, like, you know, when you have that, like, that's nice. You know, when the suburban <laughs> mom fangs. say, that's nice. A little thirsty. And I was thing. like, well, not really into blood play. But then <laughs> I'm like, I turn like, you know, infinitely curious. And of course, I start oh asking him like, Why do you and it was what great type detail. Are you? Yeah. It was <laughs> <laughs> what type? Did that What's come up type? in conversation? <laughs> that's so funny. I do prefer so an O. That's when I AB? learned about a lot of other fetish stuff that is very interesting. Fast forward, you know, 15 years or so, and I actually meet somebody else who actually makes stuff for that. It was bizarre. But I definitely felt like, oh, my God. I am not in a place where I belong. <laughs> and how do I not look like that? How do I not look like a I'm panicked or uncomfortable or like what do you how do you and so he, I'm just like and so he's like, can I buy you a drink? And I was like, oh, yeah. OK, so now I don't want to drink because, because you never could be an AB negative <laughs> and not mixed with you. And then you have toxic shock syndrome. <laughs> You get rickets. You get rickets. Suddenly you have rickets. Suddenly it's bad. <laughs> Suddenly it goes bad. You can't mix. And yeah, I was you really. Have to wear bracelets. Yeah, and I actually was thinking. I <laughs> wear bracelets. <laughs> and um, I actually was thinking. I had moments of like, okay, so I don't know where I am in the city. And this is before cell phones. And I'm like, I don't have no idea where I am in the city. Donna, I have can no I idea where my friend is. I have something. Do you remember when mom. Were you there when Rose. And mom took us to a spiritual conference. No, you went with that. Okay. I didn't go because right. I don't like those people. Well, first of all, I didn't know those people. Okay. And mom just dragged me and I did not know what dark arrows meant. <laughs> <laughs> I had to sign up for. <laughs> you went to a parapsychology. That's it. A uh, parapsychology conference, conference in Albany. I was yeah. 21. And this is in like 90 something. I was, 94. I was, I was 21. Never experienced anything like that. So we had to sign up. For like, you know, like workshops you wanted to do and dark arrows. I was like, oh, that must be about medieval times. (laughs) (laughs) So first of all, I walk in there and there's all different types of people. Uh Like there was, you know, conservative looking. And then then there was a guy with a top hat and a cane. And apparently I got paired with him. I was like, why are we getting paired? We're talking about medieval times. I just have to say, did he have a top hat and a T-shirt? Because yes. that's the worst. It was a I top hate those hat guys. with the, with the that's green. That's free advice for a dollar. <laughs> Don't wear fucking socks and with your sandals. With a t-shirt. Don't wear a t-shirt and a top a hat. With a velour-tailed jacket. Oh, my God. Now, can I just tell you? And don't say, m'lady. <laughs> but they gave us, uh, they gave us um, clothespins. Oh, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Why does this have to do with medieval times?" <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> and I'm like, "This." I'm You're like, oh, you know? "Are we are we pinching no. our skirts?" <laughs> <laughs> Just picture this. How, this is how I felt. You know that scene in Pee Wee's Big Adventure <laughs> when he's dressed up like a girl and he's so happy in the car, and then the ex-con is like looking at. Him. <laughs> 
I was so excited to learn something new. And meanwhile, this guy comes out, the teacher, and does this like Velcro removing pant thing <laughs> and a paddle. And I said, I don't understand. <laughs> and I looked very confused. And the guy in the top hat said, it's okay. I'm experienced. Ooh, I and just I, threw up in my mouth. <laughs> I said, I don't understand. Did he what say, I'm experienced, m'lady. <laughs> Wait, what is it? I don't what oh, is dark S and M? Dark arrows is like S and M stuff. Oh, Sophie, you're please! So I know you're making me feel really my good, brain, actually, because she usually knows more than picture, I do. I can't picture what's going on. Okay, it's like a conference in a hotel. Okay, and so there's different workshops going on. Okay, okay, and it's parapsychology. What does the dark arrows have what's to do with parapsychology? Parapsychology is Divination. like what we do. Yeah, you <laughs> learn like about cards. Yeah, how about okay. some incense? I will learn about ghosts and ghost busting and Ouija bullshit mm-hmm. and, and right, right. voodoo, and then and you can learn about um, crystals. And yeah, about aromatherapy. I get it. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> Aromatherapy. <laughs> candles. And so this, yeah, yeah, yeah. How to make candles. And candle magic. Candle magic. This was, yeah. th- I, how does this, I have no idea how this. Uh, uh, th- why did because you have safety pins? You know, there is. I'm going to tell you why. Because we were supposed, we were got paired up. And I yeah. got paired up with Top Hat Guy. <laughs> <laughs> why did I get paired with up? Top Cat. <laughs> <laughs> top Cat and Cat. <laughs> and kitty Cat. So Kitty Cat and Top Cat. And we we were supposed to experiment on how pain might be pleasurable, I yeah. guess. I don't know. He didn't yeah. say that. Mm-hmm. So he's like, Where can I put this? Thinking I'm gonna pull out my your nipple. Which yeah. I didn't I didn't think that. It's like my ears good. <laughs> <laughs> and you know where I put mine on his on his nose? <laughs> and the other people are like, Oh my god, gonna, they're taking out their toes. I'm gonna pee my pants. <laughs> her down he was definitely a gifted ugly package because he was so he was so nice to me like in hindsight <laughs> now that we're treated t- you like your special needs <laughs> he was like he was nice so- to you like we're nice to people at special olympics <laughs> <laughs> so i'm walking around so i had the clip on my ear he had <laughs> and then we were supposed to paddle each other <laughs> and i said um my mom hit me up <laughs> I don't think I can do this. <laughs> and he's like, you can hit me if you want. <laughs> so, so, so we had to, like, bend over. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> and I took the paddle, and I hit him on the arm, like, tap. <laughs> and he's like, it's okay. <laughs> and he just was like, it's okay. Right, he was hoping to break you down. <laughs> like, if oh. I Oh, I was like, and then they brought out candle wax, and I said, I have to go. 
holiday in. <laughs> like, it's just like it's so underneath fluorescent lights while, you know, the kitchen staff's walking around <laughs> with their water pitchers. There was nothing <laughs> intimate about this. I was not curious anymore. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I was like, this is not medieval times. <laughs> so I wanted it's to learn about King Arthur times. and Merlin. I didn't know. Oh my God. Oh, oh God. I think I need a break. <laughs> I need a minute. <laughs> he kept it on his nose. <laughs> When they brought out candle wax, like you want to try candle wax, you can try it like dripping it on each other. And yeah. that's when I said, I think I have to go. <laughs> so he's like, you don't have to go. I was like, no, I really have to go. But it was nice to meet you. And he followed me out. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, uh, now, uh, now there's uh, a red flag. Uh, uh, and then luckily mom was like, <laughs> Catherine, you're in the wrong. <laughs> she hit him with her bookmark. She gave him a paper cut. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in there? <laughs> Mom, it's not medieval times. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I had the I had the clothes put on my ear the entire time and forgot that it was on there. Oh my god. <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, oh. uh so that was not my comfort time. <laughs> not my comfort zone oh, oh my stomach hurts oh, i hope they could understand what the i'm just so impressed i didn't pee <laughs> oh my gosh that was good <laughs> okay <sighs> all right, i think i need a minute to <laughs> i don't know because he has to reach over i could do it all right all right we'll be we'll be back right <laughs> my lady <laughs> it's on his nose Okay, we're back. We've caught our breath. <laughs> I could breathe. We didn't even anticipate talk. I didn't uh, think about those stories, actually. I those were not the stories that I said you I wanted know what? to tell coming out of our comfort zone. Because the week, it w- what was last <coughs> week's um, animal? Oh, well, uh, animal of the week. <sighs> Oh, it was the Black Panther. Oh, yeah. And letting go and expectations yeah. are better than what you even think. Right. That's, That's true. true. We just let it happen. I just want to amend, or not amend my story, but uh, the fo- the follow-up to my story is that oh, I actually yeah. I actually grew to really love uh, the wrestling, like the Mexican wrestling and the wrestling for like a year or two before Jimmy moved. I actually used to go to his house every Monday we'd watch That's awesome. Monday Night Raw. Um, I found it so ridiculous. Always still, and still find it very homoerotic. Um, it's odd. And uh, I love, I watch the Mexican, the Spanish channel. Yeah. They have the, oh now yeah. I can't, I'm, it's, I'm drawing a blank. That's okay. But I love it. <coughs> I love Nacho Libre. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I haven't loved that movie. It's the best movie. So, yeah, you never know what will come out of, you know. Stepping outside. <laughs> First of all, you have a good story to tell. You know what? If you don't experience anything, that you're never going to experience anything. You just always have to think like y- you. Uh, for me, for me personally, yeah. I have an exit plan. So going into something where you know what else? I've really also not my comfort zone are those like very normal business things that people do, like the Chamber of Commerce right, or right. the Rotary Club, or 
anything like that, that just gives me hives and the heebie-jeebies. Mm-hmm. <coughs> when we volunteered for the Special Olympics, oh, I don't know nice. if you remember the opening ceremony, <coughs> um, before we decided we, we were just cheering for people. Right. So we were like part of the, when the athletes were introduced and they came by, we were part of the people on the floor that gave high fives. Right. In reality, uh, my, where I'm at in yeah. my career and my associations, et cetera, I very well could be sitting up on the dais right. with the bankers and the money people. Um, <clears throat> that's not my comfort zone. No, no. Um, if I felt that my contribution to the Special Olympics in that capacity mm-hmm. would be greater, I would do it for the cause. Right. Right. But I get a lot more out of it in the trenches doing kind of what I feel like the quote unquote real work. Not that the fundraisers are not real work, but I like the, you know, one on one Mm -hmm. thing that we get out of it. So my comfort zone is in the stands with the people giving high fives. Right. Not (coughs) in a suit from, you know, Ann Taylor Loft. Right. Uh, shaking Politico's hands. Right. I got no time for that. I know. It's, it's not my comfort zone. Yeah. And, you know, I think about the opportunities that have come my way over the years. I've had job offers and business offers and board of directors, you know. Right. <coughs> and I've declined because it's not my comfort zone. Someday, if something comes along where I feel like for the greater good, me doing that kind of work, I would, I would consider that right regardless of if i'm comfortable or not right but up until now i don't think that That's has been the case where you're at. but mm-hmm. when you know somebody invites you to a party you don't you know you're not going to know everyone right i um i enjoy that yeah actually yeah and i'm like i always say to chris i'm like i just need to have one great conversation with somebody that's great just that's make a great, it a point yeah. to meet one person have a goal you yeah. know yep yeah make a safety plan yeah, and always know by tomorrow <laughs> it's going to be over. It's just going to be a memory. And it's good, and you're doing something, you know, like I said, it's about supporting. And, you do, you know, you do whatever it takes when you l- really love somebody. Yeah. And I think that's what it is because I know, like, um, being a young mom, that's way out of my comfort. That was way out of my comfort yeah. zone. And you just g- you just kind of step up and you <laughs> yeah. just kind of do it, right? Yeah, going to those school functions. School functions. We look like the goddamn Adams family. Oh, God, you just step up and you do it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I realized w- what I wanted to ask you is what is your most comfort zone? Where are you most comfortable besides being in your house by yourself? In the world, where do you see most comfort? In that, in those like industrial goth, um, you know, hard rock and roll environments where they're degenerates. I'm very comfortable there. Yeah, you Re- yeah. You know where I'm most comfortable in front, uh, standing in on a stage in front of people. Mm-hmm. Whenever I have to talk in front of people, uh, I think my blood pressure is the lowest. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, I also. Like yeah, I love I'm speaking in front of people, I'm very teaching in front of people. Uh, you know, like mm-hmm. I said, when I d- when I do things like that, I, because you know what, it's a way for me to connect with people, but still be on my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on a, a professional yeah. level. That place is. <clears throat> I'm very good at f- at figuring out logistics. Yeah, you're very. And good I'm at that. very good at dealing with like municipalities and yeah, emergency plans and all that crap. Um, I really and I'm very comfortable yeah. in 
in those environments where there's problem solving. Right. I am that person that speaks up a lot. Yeah. But on a personal level, that's the degenerates. I, I prefer. I love <coughs> being with people. I do love being with people when I'm in the, <coughs> when I'm the focal point of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to say like I'm the focus. I am most comfortable that way. Mm -hmm. Um, in social situations, I always have a good time. You know, I yes. love being social. I'm very yes, social. Yes, I always say that you are the person that will I be will <laughs> first on the dance floor. <laughs> and I, yep. And last to leave. I love having a good time. And um, I think that, uh, you know, comfort zone is, like I said, it comes from situations that might have happened that makes you feel uncomfortable. You know, I like to comes challenge. Comes from a pain base. Um, when uh, I have felt that I've been in a rut, I will always look in... Um, like the community newspaper, we have yeah. a really great like the Chronicle. Yeah, we like do I have would good look, stuff. I would look and see is there like an art opening or a lecture, right, or something that I where I've never been that I might be interested in the subject. That's not necessarily like a potluck or a mingles or anything like that, but it's just going someplace I've never been, knowing that I can go back in my car yeah. and leave. Yeah. And sometimes that gets you out of your comfort zone because there's also, I think there's a fur fuzzy line between comfort and inertia, you know, right, comfort right. and, um, you know, you, you start getting, uh, you know, into a rut and, right. you know, when people are you like, oh, I just want to be a couch potato. Do you really? I don't think any, I don't know. Some sometimes people there's good days for that. There's good but days. That shouldn't be, you know, that shouldn't be your go-to. Right. I mean, unless, right. you know, I understand what teachers want to be on their couch. Well, li like I said, but if it's an everyday thing, I, th I think it comes from a place of pain. Yeah. Uh, staying inward is a place of pain. Not having fear-based intentions <laughs> is a, is a pain-based thing. And that's why when I was able to recognize why I had anxiety and placed it where, where did I feel like this before it was my 14 year old self right. and I just never let it go. Right. So now I can do rational thinking and be rational yeah. and a, and a 44 year old yeah. and, and you know, use, use my good thinking. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I think about that too. Is like, you know, where am I most comfortable? I think I'm comfortable with myself and wherever I go, I'm good. You know, it's mm -hmm. just, it's just understanding what is uncomfortable. I don't know if that yeah. makes sense. No, it does. And yeah. uh, understanding when you're signing up for classes, <laughs> know, <laughs> know what it is. <laughs> Me. Yes. Oh, I love you, Don. All right. I love you too, Kath. I All love right. you, Sophie. Little Nico. Little Nick Nicks. Okay. Okay. Until next time, join us on Patreon. $5 yeah. a month. Help us pay for the podcast, and you get Kathy the card of the day yep. with all her mouth props. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> Ten dollars, uh, $10 a month, you get extra videos, some meditations we were doing, yeah. which just came out awesome. Yeah. And $20 a, uh, a month, you get VIP special events. Uh, and a holiday gift. And a holiday gift. Kathy doesn't even know what it is yet. I'm so excited. I have no idea, but you get a holiday gift. So join us. Go on patreon.com slash the sisters are in. Yeah. All right, I did it right. Yeah. Go me. Look at that. Go me. Ciao, ciao. Go bananas. Okay. Oh, 
open up my window to substitute outside.